the Internet's most listened to talk radio network, VoiceAmerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And happy birthday, ADA. Here it is. We're finally to that day, the 15th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. What a great day this is that we get to celebrate right on the day. And I just want to thank all of you. I'll tell you, we have the greatest listeners. We do. We have such support, and and I appreciate everything, and I know that many of you have been so excited about this month because we started with Andy Imperato, then we had Tony Coelho, last week we had Dick and Jenny Thornburg, and now what an honor it is today as we celebrate that 15th anniversary that we have as our guest, I Dare Dart, the daughter of Justin Dart Jr., who we all love and miss so much, but whose spirit is being carried on through I Dare and the family. I Dare, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. It really is a privilege and a joy to celebrate ADA with you today. It's our Happy birthday, happy 15th birthday, and uh, I'm so excited about that. That's right. Happy 15th birthday, and listen, what a great honor for all my listeners because they get to share the day with Justin Dart's daughter. Well, that is you. truly an honor, and not only that, a, really, I dear is carrying this on. She was on our show before. I know we had a tremendous listening audience when I dare was on. Uh, and her whole family is carrying this on. And Yoshiko Dart is this evening receiving an award for the work she has done and her family. And, you know, I always tell Yoshiko, I'm so proud of her and, and your entire family, I dare. And, of course, she says the same thing every time, which is, it's not about us. It's about the people. And I, I guess that really is the spirit of your father. It truly is. It really is. And he would be the the um, first one to tell you that it, it isn't him, it isn't it isn't us, it's the it's the hundreds and thousands of individuals who worked, lived and died for civil rights for persons with disabilities, past, present and future. You know, he always counted the not just the past but future. In there, and that's part of the hope of his vision is our carrying it on. You know, it is for Yoshiko and for me one of the things that make it uh, easier for us to to carry on his spirit is that his spirit is such a powerful one and such a loving one, and and you you want to do it. You know, you you want to ride on that wave. And I'll tell you, I, w- I had mentioned the idea before the show started that last evening I was at the Kennedy Center, Center. Again, at the Kennedy Center, they were celebrating the beginnings of our celebration of the 15th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And former President Bush spoke, and he gave out the George Bush Medal to several people, Alan Reich, 
who could not be there, so his wife accepted for him, uh, Senator Tom Harkin and Congressman Steny Hoyer. And it was amazing to me how when President Bush spoke and when Senator Harkin spoke and when uh, Congressman Hoyer spoke, and by the way, congratulations to all of you for receiving that prestigious award. Every one of them, I dare, talked about your father. Every one of them said, there is someone missing in this room. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. But his spirit is not missing. And That's I dare, right. you were telling me, amazingly, it's getting stronger. Isn't that, isn't that how you feel? I do feel that. I feel that the power of of his spirit as he's as he's he's gone but he's not gone and I think more and more people like me are feeling a sense of responsibility to carry on and and it becomes if you don't do it it becomes this tremendous burden <laughs> you know you you have to do it you know you have to carry on and it's the spirit of that love and the power of that love that makes you want to do it, that makes you compelled to do it. And well, I'll tell you what, although Senator Harkin did not receive an award last night, the other recipient was I. King Jordan, and he could not be there, so he sent several uh, people from the school to accept. And once again, when your father is mentioned, the whole deaf community so excited. And, and yes. I think that I, dear, mentioned to me before, you know, that just shows you how powerful his love is when it continues growing stronger. Don't you agree with that? Definitely. Definitely. That's what that means. Well, I dear, how about you now? What is your memory of your father and what he did, which was so much to get the ADA passed? What, what memories come to your mind? Well, I wasn't directly involved then in the disability rights movement, and uh, but... But I do know, and Yoshko helped me with, you know, the chain of events. But I know what he, what he did, and uh, starting as far back as in uh, 1980, 1981, my father made a, a deliberate decision, a declaration, that he was going to spend his life working for civil rights for people with disabilities that he was going to declare that people with disabilities are human, fully human. As simple as that sounds, that's, that was a, and, and remains a um, very controversial idea in some people's minds. There are deep-rooted prejudices and fears, but he, was, he decided to combat those. And he started talking to politicians to... Uh, Texas colleagues to whomever would listen about civil rights law for people with disabilities about uh, they didn't call it ADA back then um, but about creating a civil rights law mm-hmm. and he he wanted to build into the collective consciousness that given that people with disabilities are human and Yoshka was telling me that he thought frankly, that it might take a very, very long time, that, you know, 10 years, 20 years, maybe even centuries. And he didn't know how long it would take, but however long it would take, it was almost irrelevant. We had to start doing it, and we had to start doing it now. So he traveled to all the 50 states in order to do that three separate times. 
Three every, separate times. Three separate times wow. to all 50 states in 1983, in 1986, and in 1988. And to me, this is the key to, to what he was actually able to, to accomplish, to how an individual takes their own personal power and, and uh, uh, develops it and spreads it throughout, as he did throughout the whole United States. And what he did... His secret was that he got the opinions of leaders and colleagues around the nation, and he was essentially asking people to help him write and rewrite in this truly collaborative effort, kind of an unknown or unique idea, representatives from every state, the National Policy for Persons with Disabilities, which became the framework for the legislative recommendation toward independence finally evolving into the ADA, he met with everybody, and that's the secret. He met with leaders, colleagues, thousands and thousands of citizens of the United States, representatives from every possible organization, task force leaders, politicians, activists, and here's the secret, and even met with potential opponents or, or those that might have a particular fear of, of this civil rights law. And he met with... Um, vocational rehab professionals to help them understand why civil rights for people with disabilities was so important. He listened to everybody. He listened to everybody. Everyone who knows him has a keen sense or even remembers that look he would get on his face, you know, when it was really clear that he was taking in every word that you were saying and actually listening to you. He got their ideas and their support. And in that very real way, the ADA was conceived by citizens with disabilities of the whole United States, and they owned it. Each one of them individually owned it, and he and bought into it. and And he would actually go back to the hotel room and rewrite something that had been written before after every single meeting. Yoshka was telling me that he would that it was literally written by the people. And he took in the idea, everyone's ideas. And it sparked a fire you know, that burned like wildfire all over the country. Um, I think what it actually did was, you know, this, it ambushed our opponents. So before our opponents noticed, ADA passed in, in 1990 with everyone ongoing lobbying for the passage of ADA and that it was there. They wrote it. It was theirs. And so they really believed in it, and they lobbied for it in everything that they did and the way that they lived their lives, and, and it uh, took off. So before, before people could blink an eye, you know, it was, it was passed. What one person can do. Yes. This is why when you think you can't make a difference, you said that so eloquently, I dear. He did start that fire. He, he yes. ignited like a spark. He ignited that fire that went across the United States, but people sometimes don't realize what he did. Three times visiting 50 states. Think what he invested. And always not a, not a cent of agency or government money, not one cent. Every, he insisted on that, and, and anyone that knows him knows how strongly he felt about that. But all of it, his, his own money, and... Just to 
very sincerely what he would say, you know, just so that I don't get swallowed up by the earth or anything. <laughs> what he would say is that it wasn't he who did it, but all of those all of those thousands of individuals who began working and living that difference that they knew that they were going to be able to make. They're the ones that carried on and, and made that power a real power. And I know that he did say that, and I know that you still say that, and I know Yoshiko says that. And to all of our listeners, I will tell you, Justin loves all of you. He truly did give credit, as Yoshiko and as you do, still to people with disabilities that got behind him. And that's why we are so excited today to have idea on our show. And we're going to go to break, but we'll be right back with a champion for all people with disabilities throughout the world, Miss I Dare Dart. You're listening to Joyce Bender on The Voice of VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Have you put down the morning paper in disgust because they weren't reporting what you wanted to read? Have you wondered why there aren't more women's voices in the news? Well, so have I, and we're about to change that. This is former Minnesota State Senator Ember Reichscott Young. I hope you'll join me for a new radio show every Thursday all about women on the move. We'll look at what's missing in the news, the issues often ignored in mainstream media, like how does Social Security reform really affect women? Why is the Department of Labor proposing to stop collecting workforce data on women? What role will women play in Iraq's new government? We'll create that debate right here. The Ember Reichscott Young Show will have prominent women you know and inspiring women you don't know. 
We'll share stories of women's leadership, courage, and vision. We just need you to be part of the conversation. So join us for the Ember Reichgott Young Show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. It's all about you, women on the move, on voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back to the show. And we are with Justin Dart's daughter, I Dare Dart, who is also a champion for Americans with Disabilities as we are today celebrating the 15th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act and what a great day it is. And I dare, I, I know I was going to ask you earlier, um, what did you do to celebrate the, the ADA? Well, what we did was we, as a matter of fact, our entire family, including Yoshko and three generations of the Dart Washington family celebrated the ADA by participating in the National ADAPT Fund Run for Disability Rights. And it was a great success here in Austin. I know they had one in D.C. and in, and in cities across the United States. And it was a fundraising event this past Saturday, the 23rd. It was the same date in every city. And it was dedicated to my father's lead-on spirit uh, for those who don't know, ADAPT is a grassroots disability rights group that my father always supported, which fights for the civil rights of people with disabilities. And they receive no funding from government agencies at all. And they focus on taking direct action to make change, especially working for more community-based living. And uh, they've been working on legislation uh, for several years now, called Mikasa, and many follows the person um, fighting the forced institutionalization of people with disabilities or or, or anyone. And um, we celebrated ADA in tribute to Adapt Warriors. Well, that is a great way to celebrate, and that's good. Good for them. I, I hope it was successful across the country. Yoshko walked for walked. Uh, and, you know, people pledge uh, for the fundraiser, and Yoshko walked and even practiced so that she could walk the whole hour. As you see how many laps you can do, you know, that whole hour, and she was she really wanted to do a good job and even practice to work up to walking that amount. I thought that was a wonderful thing. And just another example of why she is receiving an award in Washington, D.C. this evening. And such a great person she is, your whole family. I, I am always amazed at these letters I used to receive from Yoshiko and Justin that I still receive from Yoshiko, uh, encouraging me on and encouraging people on for employment and to be leaders in this country. And yet coming, you know, from a family as powerful and great as yours, you know, it is such an honor to me. But that really is what makes all of you, so special, and really who you are. And, and we, we all love you, and we love Justin. And I will tell you a question that was asked by my uh, listeners 
We always receive questions prior to the show, but last night this, this question was also asked at the event that I was at at the Kennedy Center, and that was, what do you think gave your father this energy to do what he did? Oh, his, the energy, I think, just came from the passion in his heart. You know, he, he was, he wanted to be a better, a good person. And he had, you know, when he was young, he was, as Yoshua called it, a naughty boy. <laughs> and he, he would talk openly about, about that and, and, um, uh, how he was, you know, had the highest number, I think, some sort of record number of demerits at Andover and um, was, a, he called himself a womanizer, prescription drug addict, an alcoholic. Um, deep in his heart, though, he always wanted to become better, to seek his own truth. And that's where, you know, when he was talking to young people, when he was talking to to anybody, uh, there was this transformation that he um, wanted to accomplish within himself, and he wanted to make a difference in the world. And he he always had this this deep in his heart. He wanted to become better, and he and to seek his truth. and And I think that it was very important. And he wanted to. The reason he was always so honest about this with people is that he always felt like if he really did feel like if he could do it, then anybody could do it. I mean, that's when he says that we have the power, I mean, he's being very, it's not some sort of esoteric philosophical thing. It's very literally true to him that you can reach into yourself and change, change things that people think you can't change, even that you may think you can't change. It's possible and you can do it. And he had that passion to make a difference and to make a difference in the world. And I think he wanted to, he had a great admiration for people in history that had, uh, that were leaders that made a difference. And he he wanted to make what was rem- the remaining time in his life um, as important as possible on this earth to make a difference to humanity. And well, he really did. He most certainly did. (laughs) I dear, do you remember 15 years ago when the ADA was signed? Yes. And what what is your memory of that day? Well, like um, like everybody else on on that day, uh, well, my father had called. I wasn't there on that day. I saw it like thousands of other people did. You know that famous scene on the front lawn Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on TV. Mm-hmm. And I was at a trip in a mother-daughter's trip with my sisters in San Antonio, and I we knew that 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 this was the day. And my father had called, and we shared a moment of celebration uh, before that. But but it was an amazing thing to, I mean, who in this world turns the television on and and you see your own father literally making history. Um, being a part of history that will never be forgotten. Yes, and he he really was. And when I received the President's Award at the White House from President Clinton, 
Yoshiko and Justin were there, and I'll tell you what, I was so honored just to have him there. In 19, this was in 1999. I was so honored just to have him there, but I, I can't imagine what he felt like on that day because something that someone mentioned last evening is how the night before, just think, millions of Americans went, you know, went to sleep thinking tomorrow's the day we're, you know, we'll be free. We're going to get this Civil Rights Act. And, and whenever they said that, I thought, yes, the night before, Millions of Americans went to sleep who at that time were excluded from society. Yes. Yes. I mean, think about it. The night before, the night before, no access to buildings. The night before, they could throw you out of a restaurant if you were blind and they didn't have braille menus. You know, the night before, they used to, you used to have to write on the employment application what medication do you take? I mean, the night before, people were not free, and I can't even imagine what your father must have felt like on that day, and here we are celebrating it 15 years later. And, you know, I dare, as I've told you, even on the break, we all love you and we love your family. We love Justin. We love Yoshiko. We love all of you. I wanted to ask you, if your father was on this show right now, what do you think he would be saying to advocates listening to this show? I thought uh, about this really carefully, and um, I I think he would say something very similar, if not identical, to what he said 10 years ago today. And so I wanted to read a letter that he wrote to all of the all of his colleagues exactly uh, this day on July 26, 2000, on the 10th anniversary of ADA. He says, Happy Birthday, ADA. Congratulations to all the magnificent patriots who have fought to pass and to implement the world's first comprehensive civil rights law for people with disabilities. This is the 10th anniversary of the ADA. Has it been a success? Yes. Relative to civil rights laws of the past, considering the millennia deep roots of prejudice against people with disabilities, the viciousness of the opposition by interest groups, and that compliance sometimes requires actual physical changes, I believe that the ADA has been more successful than anyone had a right to expect. Uncountable millions of substantial accommodations, ramps, lifts on buses, parking places, braille signs, wide and automatic doors, modified working places and bathrooms, assistive technology, listening devices, captions, telephone relays, interpreters have been provided mostly voluntarily. More importantly, millions of decision makers have been forced to recognize people with disabilities as full members of the human race, as citizens with the power to advocate and to sue for their rights. All this has been accomplished without the avalanche of lawsuits predicted by early opponents of the Act. It's often stated that the ADA has not been successful because there are still 70% of people with disabilities unemployed. This criticism does not impress me. Employment is determined by numerous physical, psychological, educational, and economic factors, many of which are not directly regulated by the ADA. 
Furthermore, I sense that the measured population of job seekers with disabilities is changing. Far more people with severe disabilities are training for, applying for, getting and not getting jobs. This is a slow process because we are just now beginning to stop paying people not to work and to lead them down the long road from the attitudes of dependency to the attitudes and skills of competitive work. But progress is being made and a solid foundation for more progress is being laid even though superficial percentages have not changed much. Finally, it is totally irrational to judge the ADA in isolation from history. Our democracy was founded more than 200 years ago and we still have a monstrous poverty gap. The Ten Commandments were written more than 3,000 years ago and none of them are totally obeyed. Should we judge democracy and the Ten Commandments unsuccessful? It may take centuries for ADA to reach all of its goals. On its 10th anniversary, it is a substantial success. This is not to say that long-term success is assured. Democracy is a fragile thing. The forces of retreat are powerful, massively funded, and dogmatically determined. They may prevail. We must remain vigilant, passionate, and unified in our advocacy for a just society. Solidarity forever. Together we shall overcome. Justin Dart. Wow. How about that? How about that for all of our listeners? For a real ADA celebration words from Justin Dart himself. It just doesn't get better than that. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to Joyce Bender talk to the champion of hope for us now, I Dare Dart. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. together. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, 
but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race dogs. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. Internet talk radio. You're listening to America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or her guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back. We are talking to I Dare Dart, the daughter of Justin Dart, and we are celebrating the 15th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And, you know, uh, I Dare I got up this morning, and the first thing I did is I went and, you know, picked up the newspaper, looked at the front page, and, you know, thought, why in the heck is it not mentioned on here that this is the 15th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act? You know, why don't you see media, more media coverage for us when this is such a very important civil rights uh, law and act? I wonder, what is your feeling about that? Uh, um, you know, there's deep-rooted prejudice and there's the fear and myths about the disability community and ADA cause uh, much of the negativity and complacency um, in the media. Still, it's our responsibility to develop relationships with the media and to positive, positively promote the disability community and ADA um, we need to help people overcome their fears, and I think it's it's uh, people seem in this day and time to be particularly fearful. I think maybe with 9/11, and and uh, we need to help them to understand that disability and old age are natural processes of life, and that humanity and humanity, and that we can live full happy lives, and I think that, you know, it's our job to keep sending these positive messages out no matter how long it takes over and over and over again. Um, my father used to say, you have to become the media. We are the story. Um, and his secret was he would spend so much time talking to the media, helping them to understand that ADA is good for everybody. And he would always make the point, I'm sure you can remember too, you know, we're all going to get old. And nearly everybody has someone in their family or knows someone who's had a stroke. Uh, it's a natural process of life. And help help them not to be so so afraid. But uh, it's our job, you know, to, to, no matter how long it takes, to also, to you know, to set the record straight when our opponents, and opponents of the ADA use scare tactics in response to their own fears and prejudices. 
we are the story, and I think we just have to bring it home and just not give up. And you know what? I hope you're listening to these words. I dare dart saying, we are the story. This is a challenge for all of us, everyone. You know, five years from now will be the 20th anniversary. Imagine what a big celebration that will be, and imagine how much news coverage we can get and bring attention to people with disabilities if we start right now, every year, talking to the media, sending them information. For example, you know, when it is the ADA, the anniversary of the ADA, you don't have to wait for a big number like 15 or 20. You could start next year sending information to the media, you know, telling them what's going on. The more you talk to them, the better chance we have of getting something covered. And we really have to work on this so that it gets to the place where they realize there's 54 million Americans with disabilities. This is our civil rights. That's a pretty big thing. That's right. And we... We are the story. We have to we have to make some noise. Yes, we have to make some noise. We can't be quiet. And you know and and I dear I'm so happy we have you and Yoshiko because uh I have already told I dear you know she's going to have to she's going to have to walk in those boots of her father. So as I told her those are pretty big shoes, but you know what? <laughs> Just as you said I dear, you have the power. We all have the power. We need more people like you that speak up and that care and want to make a difference. But we've got to start speaking up. We can't sit in the corner. We've got to speak up, and we've got to be proud of our history. Um, And and that is why I think it's so great we're talking about the ADA today. I wondered, um, I dare, one thing I don't want to forget to ask you is we had a lot of questions from listeners, and we can't read every question that came in. But one question is where can people go to read information about your father? Well, um, there's just almost an overwhelming mass of information on the web, um, but... A particularly good website is aapd-dc.org. It's aapd-dc.org. Click on Justice for All archives, and um, there's a lot of a lot of information uh, about uh, Justin there. Then my father's manifesto, a vision for the 21st century. A political platform that's available at Mount Magazine. Uh, that's a that's a, an amazing a thing to read. I I wish that everyone would read it. You can also see video interviews at ILRU.org and learn how you know they talk about how they worked on the ADA, and he talks very specifically about that in uh, in an interview with Lex Frieden there. So those are some some places you can find a lifetime of information to read. I don't think I'm familiar with that magazine you mentioned. Mouth Magazine? Yeah. Oh, that's a, an amazing uh, publication that, uh, as, the, as the name implies, Mouth Magazine, you know, it's uh, uh, very much... You know, gets into uh, disability pride, and um, it's a 
it's a wonderful publication. Well, that's good. That's good for my uh, listeners to know so that they can check into that. And as uh, I dear also mentioned, just so you know, if you go to Google, the search engine, and you put his name in, Justin Dart, you're going to see so many articles and so much information. Uh, one of the listeners wanted to know, I dear, is there going to be some type of uh, site at a museum, such as a Smithsonian, uh, dedicated to your father? Well, at the Smithsonian, there was a um, associated with uh, the um, their whole workup on on uh, the polio vaccine and overcoming that. There was a a um, display there at the Smithsonian of my of my father's his boots and his his hat and several other other things were there. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's going to be there and is there right now for, I think, a year, one year. You can go to the Smithsonian and see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and is a leader of uh, uh, disability rights. And I know you and your family have been working on uh, getting all the information of all of his sayings together and Things of that nature. Uh, another listener wanted to know: Is there an award in your father's name? There is the um, there's the Lead On Award, mm-hmm. which is uh, that's the award that um, um, Marka Risto just got. The uh, she's the um, president and CEO of of uh, the Access Living, Independent Living Center. Yes, she is wonderful. We, I saw her last evening, and she Chicago. is, oh, she's great. She's she, wonderful. Yes, she's wonderful, and my father mentored her, and she's made a tremendous contribution. Yes, she has, and we were proud to have her on the show. We're going to have her on again in a couple months. She just is another great leader who, by the way, talked to me last evening about your father. As I was telling, I dare, (laughs) everyone I talked to was talking about Justin and, you know, how much they miss Justin, and, of course, about Yoshiko, who, as I mentioned, is being honored this evening here in Washington, D.C., um, at an AAPD event that I will be at, and she so much deserves it. Of course, even last evening she was telling me she doesn't deserve this. The people deserve this, everybody else. She will only accept this award on one condition if everyone understands that it's for the people. She's accepting it on behalf of the people. Yes, well, that's how you all are. she will accept it. Yeah, that is how you all are, and that's why we admire and love you so much. And you, you're listening. We're going to break, but you're listening to I Dear Dart, the daughter of Justin Dart, and we will be back in a few minutes as we are celebrating the 15th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. You're listening to Joyce Bender, the voice of avoiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. 
At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. My name is Maxine Thompson, and I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. In today's world, it's hard to find the truth with anything. Is there such a thing as the truth? Where and how can I find it? Will someone just give it to me straight? Tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific with Mario Verdad, an exciting new show that will give it to you straight every time and tackle the truth behind everything from political issues and crime to vocational and career counseling. So log on and tune in every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back to this show, and wow, is this a show, what a great show, to have I Dare Dart on, on the 15th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act, as we also remember Justin. And you know, I Dare, what I'm, what I'm going to do next year is, I've had so many people email me in reference to you and about your father and what he has done is we should have a show someday where I will totally open up the lines and let listeners from across the country all call in to say their appreciation for what Justin did. Oh, wow. That would be, that would be, because you know, you know what? A lot of cultures, you know, they realize how important their history is. Yes, yes. We, as Americans with disabilities, have to preserve our history also. Because yes. it is part of history. And the only way you can learn is from history. That's right. That's right. And, and yes. you know, even the stories you told today about what your father did, I'm hoping that as young people are listening to this show that this empowers you. As you see what Justin Dart did... 
You know, a lot of times, I dear, when people hear about all these great things Justin did, they maybe don't realize what he backed it up with, but he backed that up with his own personal uh, money, time, and love. He really did. Right. He did. He did. He, he, he lived and breathed that action. I mean, it, it was what you saw in what you saw in the interviews, what you see in his writing. What's interesting about him is that it is it is the way he was all the time. He he wasn't a, a different person or or uh, uh, become less passionate. You know, uh, no matter what he was doing, <laughs> it really didn't matter. That's what he lived and breathed all the time. I know. I love that story when Idea was on um, the show before and we talked about her father and she mentioned, you know, he was this way all the time that if the news media would be trying to see the other Justin, you know, the Justin that's not the civil rights leader, well, they never would have been able to find that person because he was just like this 24 by 7. And one of the examples you gave is you were telling me, I think it's on, was it on Thanksgiving, how he would open the house up? Yes. Yes, and uh, all of the holidays, you know, he was, he, they were all for, uh, he would open the house up and we would, he would bring, have people over from uh, the, any of the disability communities and people would come in and we would, he would have an open house, we would sing and, and uh, have great parties. People still remember. People still remember that it was it was a wonderful experience. What a way to celebrate a holiday! I know, I know. What a way to celebrate a holiday! Well, you know, there are a lot of young people listening to this show, and I dare, as you well know, we need leaders in this country like your father, uh, who were who I I always see your father as being relentless. You know, so perseverant, never giving up, so driven, so determined. And I'm wondering, what advice do you have for any young people listening to this show who, you know, aspire to make a change and we still need help? What advice do you have for them? Well, I think I'll just, again, I I think the, the best thing for me to do is to use my father's own powerful words and at a youth leadership conference in 1998, he was addressing young people with disabilities from all across America that showed some sort of leadership ability. They were, they were all there. And he told them in that speech to them, to these young people, you have the power to change the world. You have the power to make life better for yourself and for everybody. And I'm not just talking about people with disabilities. You have the power to make life better for everybody. Use it. Lead. Lead the revolution of empowerment. And then what is that? To create a culture where every single person will be empowered on an individualized basis to live his or her full potential, to govern self, to govern society, to be maximally productive in creating a quality of life for oneself and for all. You have the power. Use it. And at that conference, wow. 
He gave each individual, Yoshiko was telling me this story, I think it's a cool story. He gave each individual, they went to the bank and got these crisp $5 bills. $5 bills, of course, because that's Lincoln's portraits mm-hmm. on there, mm-hmm. you know. And they wrote, individually wrote, the name of each individual, every single one, their, their name, like Joyce, you have the power, live the dream, on each one of those $5 bills and gave them out. And there are people today, Peter Squire, for instance, president of the NYLN, was one of them. He got one of those. I understand that, you know, he still has it. Uh, Sarah Triano got one of those. Um, many people that are in leadership today uh, got one of those $5 bills, and I understand that it motivated many successful young leaders. Um, wow. What a, Can you imagine receiving this from your father? And, then, and Can you imagine all those people? I don't know how many hundreds of them there were, but, but writing their name and, and you have the power, live the dream. And he gave this to everyone? Every single person. Everyone there? Yes. Unbelievable. He, now, there's another example. If you're listening to the show and if you just if you just now started listening, I assure you this money was not given to Justin Dart by the government. Right. <laughs> that was yeah, his I own money. That too, yeah. <laughs> you know, all of these things he did. You know, don't ever sit back and say, oh, well, I could do that too if someone was behind me. Who was behind Justin was Justin. Right. It was he doing all of this with Yoshiko, and, and as you can see, Idea has the same fire and spirit as he has, and the same, I will say, modesty that you all have. You could be great examples for all young people with the character that you all have. But there you go again. An- another story that's amazing of something he did. Uh- Another thing that I would like to do if we have time today at some point is, uh, and uh, got a, a special re- request from uh, Yoshko, but there's this song that, that, uh, that, as you know, the lead on song that. Oh, go right ahead. Is a song that is, um, that actually my father wrote and that every word of it is, is a direct quote from him and it's adapted to the tune of Amen, you know, that uh, spiritual. But um, that would be my message, and I sang it at the at the fun run, the ADAPT fun run on the 23rd in honor of ADA. And oh, ADA. please, I dear, we would love ADA for you to sing it. Go, go right ahead. And um, I know that, that, you know, it's there's no music, and I, you know, it's a cappella, but the main thing is, I think, the, the passion of my father's spirit. Uh, I hope you can hear it. Lead on, lead on, lead on, lead on, lead on, live the dream. Lead on, fight for freedom. Lead on, the world is watching. Lead on, lead on, lead 
on, now's the time, lead on, we can win, lead on, we have the power, lead, lead on, lead on, lead on, love for all, lead on, have the vision, Lead on, save democracy, lead, lead on, lead on, lead on, we are able, lead on, truth in action, lead on, with liberty and justice for all, lead on, lead on. Unbelievable. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know, I dare. I can't think of anything. You've left me speechless after that. <laughs> and, and for all of you, just so you know, those are Justin's words. She's singing. And I had the great privilege of having her sing that on another show. And, you know, hearing you sing that today, I dare. Can't think of a more powerful way to end this show than with you singing the words of your father. I say to all of you first, lead on. That is the message. Lead on. I dare Dart, you are a champion. We love you. Yoshiko, we love you also. And for all of you, an example of what one person can do. If they are determined to make a difference, happy birthday, ADA, lead on, lead on, use your power. This is Joyce Bender. You've been listening to me and the beautiful I Dare Dart on the voice of voiceamerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.